Blog Talk Radio. This is Lila Porterfollows, and you're listening to Pam and Dawn. Hello, and welcome to the special edition of Christmas Movie Spotlight. I'm your host, Dawn Mack, and I'm here with my friend, colleague, and host, Pam. Hey, Pam, how are you? I think I got you trained. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Yeah, it worked, it worked, it worked. I just was, while you were sleeping, you didn't know it. I was subtly sending you, host, 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 in your head. (laughs) Yep, I think you probably thought I was saying ho, ho, ho. (laughs) You know what? Better than by humbug. (laughs) Right? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, how are you? How's your week been? Uh, It's good. It's been cold, cold, cold. And then there was a couple days where it wasn't so cold, but the wind has been insane. Oh, my Uh, God. Well, windy Chicago. Yeah, I know. But it's really so much more lately. It seems like if there's a relatively warmer day, and by warm I mean 40 degrees, you know, yeah. Uh, then the wind is galing at 40 miles per hour. So it's, it's been fun walking. Oh, I bet. I bet. I still, you've got way more courage and get up and go than I do. So I totally applaud you and admire you. <laughs> well, thanks. But you know what? You work all day long. You know what I mean? That's I true. don't. I don't have a job. So there's a big difference. If I worked eight hours or 10 hours, and came home, I surely wouldn't feel like walking out there. You know what I mean? No. It's, I like, especially in the job I'm doing now, I love it, but I'm, it's really brain intensive. So when I get home, I just want to kind mm-hmm. of just, you know, sit down and just kind of regroup and decompress from my day and and just watch Christmas movies. Because believe me, there's a gazillion right now to choose from. So there's you're never at a loss for what am I going to watch tonight kind of thing. Right, so, um, yeah. So, <laughs> well, I'm glad you're doing good. I'm glad things are going well. It's been really cold here, too, by the way. So probably not as cold as Chicago, but it's cold for North Carolina. So, um, yeah. well, to, Pam and I are so excited to bring you our special interview today with the beautiful and immensely talented Lila Porter Follows. She really is a talent. I'm telling you, watching her in anything that she does, your eyes stay glued to the TV, don't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Well, Lila stars in the Up TV holiday movie Christmas on the Rocks, which premieres Saturday, December 3rd at 7 Eastern, 6 Central. Be sure to watch it. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a great one. And we are so excited and honored to bring you our interview with Lila Porter Follows. Enjoy the show. Good evening and welcome, Lila. We're so happy to have you with us today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. Lovely to uh, to hear your voices. I've listened to a few of your episodes and it's a lovely program you guys do. Thank you. So you much. Oh wow! Thank you. Oh wow! <laughs> we don't get a That's lot of people a, say that uh, they call in and say that they've listened 
prior, we know some have, but they don't usually tell us. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a very high compliment to uh, coming from you uh, for us, and um, it kind of makes what we do all worth it. Um, the hard mm-hmm. work that we put into this behind the scenes and in on the mic. So thank you so much for your kind words. Well, our first question is a standard question that we ask everybody, but we kind of think we know the answer to this question for you, but we're still going to ask it. (laughs) All right. You you ask the question and you tell me what you think my answer is, and then I'll do my real answer. (laughs) Pam walked right into that one, Lila. Let's just get that out of the open now. (laughs) I have no problem with it. I have no problem with it. Would you say you were born to be an actress, or did that come later as an adult? And I think that you were born to be an actress because of your family. So there. Yes. Well, you know, (laughs) I would say the answer to the question is yes and yes, in the sense that uh, I do come from sort of an acting family, a a family who are in the film and television and theater business. I grew up around it. But almost for that reason, I kind of waited until I was an adult to kind of really get in the mix. My mother had been a child actor and, and, you know, she, she mostly had a fabulous experience, but I think she want, she did not want to push me into that. She was not a stage mother by any means. I was mm-hmm. always good in school and she wanted to let me pursue academics as far as I could. And I think secretly they were all hoping I'd want to be a lawyer or something. So. <laughs> but it was at least maybe an inevitable a, 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 pull of fate. At least maybe an entertainment lawyer, right? <laughs> yeah, they're, exactly. They're like, some, we've got to get someone in the family to do our contracts for free after all this. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, well, you know, I, we are excited that you decided to pursue acting because you're so good at what you do. Um, Pam and I have seen your work, and it's it's just really phenomenal. And um, And this brings to mind, when you are cast in a role, what is your method of preparation? Well, it's interesting. It really depends on the role. And, um, you know, there are certain practical elements. Like, I, I, for some reason, I tend to do a lot of work where I have to do other accents. So then there's sort of either coaching with, um, with dialect coaches or different resources that I can use to kind of get into the literal sound of a the character. Then there's maybe research about a time period, if it's a period piece. And then there's just the kind of emotional work of getting your head into the character. And, you know, depending on the role, sometimes it's, I won't say easy, but it's more accessible. Like if you can easily relate to someone, it's not that hard to imagine yourself into it. And then you just really want to know your words that show up prepared and and be present with your scene partners. And then other times if there's something that's more either emotionally intense or, or really distant from your own life experience, you might... I don't know, sometimes I journal as my character or, do you know, talk to people mm-hmm. who have had those experiences. It just really depends. But I wouldn't say I'm terribly precious about my research. I like to, you know, yeah, show up to play. Yeah, I, you know, to me, I think if I were an actress, one of the things that would be really interesting is a period piece is you know mm-hmm. getting to live back in that time even you know just for the moment while you're doing the role it would be pretty interesting but yet i've heard from other actors and actresses that a lot of that clothing is very uncomfortable <laughs> well it's funny you say that because i was just about to say that i find the wardrobe is really helpful in that sense i mean yes 
So, ladies, we were not wearing comfortable clothes up until very recently in history. That is true. And when you film for, like, 15 hours in a corset, it's not the most pleasant experience. But it certainly makes you feel like someone else. And it really does, like, having to move in those clothes, you feel like a different person. And I've I've, I've even had, you know, characters where I'm wearing a corset and then all of a sudden uh, I was playing one role where then the corset came off because she was sort of dressing up as a man and doing, and I was like, whoa, I feel so free all of a sudden with that. <laughs> what would that have felt like? What did that mean to get to sort of gender bend in that way in that time period that the stakes are 10 times higher? So so actually clothing and then living on the sets and, and stepping into that world, it, it is really like, it, it actually helps your imagination. You know, I think most actors have a pretty good imagination and, those elements like give you the whole world right there to go into. Whereas when something's really contemporary, that's when you kind of have to build that for yourself more. Yeah. It just seems like a lot of fun. I know it's a lot of work. You, you guys work long hours, you know, 10, 15, 20 hours a day and stuff like that, but it has to be such a rewarding experience once it's all done and you get to see the completed uh, project. Yeah. I, I mean, to me, the best part is being on set. Um, I, that's when we're really in it. So much of the work of making anything is before and after. The actors really do just come in for this little glorious moment on set, and every everyone else is working their butts off for months before and after to put it together. So I know a lot of actors say they, they hate watching themselves. They don't watch anything. I do like to watch sometimes because there is so much of that work that I had nothing to do with, and I get to see, like, what have my colleagues done to put this together? What were my co-stars doing in the scenes I wasn't in? What music did they add? Like, there is so much that goes in. It's, it's kind of, I always say, like a miracle that anything gets made, to be honest. So when it does, it's like, I want to see how it turned out. Yeah, it's, right? it's fun to, yeah. to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if, if that would be a blessing and a curse in a way because, you know, I, I know like when Pam and I do radio and and I am always the one that wants to listen to our shows so we can see how we can improve, what we need to change, this and that. She's like, she doesn't want to go near the – she doesn't want to listen. She doesn't want to listen to herself. So, you know, it, it's kind of like, um, you know, you, your curiosity kind of gets the best of it. You want to see because the critique, self-critique is I think sometimes it can be better or worse than, you know, constructive criticism but at the same time yeah. <laughs> it's like you know you kind of know where your strengths and weaknesses are and and what you play too well and what you don't and and to build upon that you almost have to put yourself through it that's why i have you don to listen to i her. guess that is true <laughs> that is so true <laughs> well exactly you have, well you, there's some truth to that for sure i mean i've i've uh i always think about professional athletes and how they watch playback yeah you're seeing something you might have missed in real time. So I think to a certain degree it's helpful to kind of go, oh, there's this kick that I'm doing that I didn't even know or, you know. But you can become, you can run the risk of becoming self-conscious, and particularly I think for women of thinking far too much about how we look, which is really just taking you further away from the true work of acting, which is how you feel and being present as this character. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well, speaking of characters, you have played a variety of different characters over the course of your career. And is is there a particular genre that you have yet to tap into that you would really like to embark on? Hmm, a genre. I mean, I will say just as I get a little bit older, it opens up 
different kinds of roles, you know, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited to explore those different characters. I, I love to play some bad guys, to be honest. I've had a few opportunities to do that, and, I, and uh, that is really fun because oftentimes, again, especially for women, maybe also often as a blonde woman, you kind of get these sort of like, oh, I'm, I'm sweet or I'm sad or there's a lot of like upset about boys in our lives or whatever, which can be really fun, but there's nothing better than sinking your teeth into just being a nasty piece of work and then still finding like the humanity in there. So I'd love to, to do that. And uh, I do like period pieces a lot and there's a lot of different periods in, in history. So I'd love to play like a queen or something as well and, and kind of get into something like that again would be really fun. Yeah, spread your wings. Put dip your toe in every genre, and you'll see which one is your forte, and you'll be on your way to even bigger stars. Yeah, I'd love to do comedy. Let me say that. That's the other thing. I think I always try to find the humor in in anything. There's always humor, but I feel like I've mostly worked in more dramatic uh, pieces and comedy. I really think sometimes the, the comedic actors are the most talented because there's a whole other world going on with timing and and the best comedies to me are the ones where you really believe people they're playing it for real so right I love yep. watching like yeah yeah i watched i mean i'm a huge i love lucy fan so uh um, oh classic carol, carol Burnett, you know people like that and oh my gosh their timing is uncanny absolutely love oh they're that. amazing well what would you say has been the most rewarding about your career the most rewarding, uh, like, project or just aspect of being an actor? The whole of being the an actor. All the above. Yeah. Well, I would say it's sort of maybe an odd response, but, you know, going through the pandemic, we spent so much time on our devices, so much of our social lives, in addition to work lives, went online, right? We're Zooming, we're staring at computers and screens, and I really love when I'm on set working, I just feel so present and in the moment and I'm not thinking about checking my email, sending a text, going on Instagram. I usually don't even bring my phone on set. Like there's something so wonderful about working in the present moment, being really present with the other actors, seeing again, all the work that's coming from all the other departments, all these little pieces coming together. And, and yeah, just feeling like you're a part of something is a wonderful feeling. And storytelling. Yes, it is. And, um, you know, the thing I love about the entertainment industry is that truly when you happen upon a great movie, a great book, whatever it may be, you know, a short film, Mm -hmm. and you feel you come away with a connection to the actors or the story, um, then it it just is magical. And it, it really does resonate in a way like nothing else can. Um, it's Absolutely. almost universal in a way. Um, and so, and, and another thing that's magical, I think that's one of the things that Pam and I love about doing this show is that Christmas time, the whole holiday season is, is a very magical time of year. And, um, which is kind of my segue into my next question. And that is, um, we are thrilled to know that you're going to be starring in Christmas on the Rocks, airing on Up TV this holiday season. And what can you share about the movie without giving too much away? Well, I don't think it's a spoiler alert to say that I play twins in this movie. Oh, that's going to be fun. 
Yeah, that was really fun. That's something I hadn't done before. Um, and then, you know, primarily you follow one of them because it's kind of a classic uh, twin swap plot, you know. Um, and so that was a tremendous amount of fun. And uh, it takes place kind of at a at a lodge where one, one twin is meant to go and plan this, this big Christmas event and she breaks her leg. So the other twin has to take her place and then chaos ensues when she runs into her high school sweetheart there. So it, it's a very sweet movie, very full of, you know, holiday cheer and all that, but it also does have a layer of humor through the premise of that. You know, it's kind of an absurd premise. So we had a little fun with that for sure. I love that. I love it. I mean, kind of, it just makes me think about when I was younger and my sister and I were still living at home. Uh, nobody could tell the difference in our voices on the phone, not even our parents, yeah. okay? <laughs> she's three years younger than I am. You would think there would be a difference, but for some reason they say no. And so when somebody would call that I didn't want to talk to, she would talk <laughs> and, and vice funny. versa. <laughs> but you always well, wonder, I have that with are they going to bust you on something, you know? <laughs> I had that with my mother, and obviously there's an age difference there, but everyone says yes. I sound exactly like her. So I'll answer the phone, and people will just begin speaking as if it's her, and I, I'll be like, no, 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 hold on one second. <laughs> You're not speaking to the right person. But occasionally I'll just play it out, you know, watch the Yeah. Happens. Yeah, well, you, uh, it might be something that you want to know about. So, <laughs> you know, exactly. <laughs> so speaking of family, with coming from an entertainment family, if you could write a movie for your whole family, what would it be about and what would you title it? Oh, good question. Thank you. I have, um, I have actually toyed with this idea. I'm a writer as well, and my mm -hmm. mom and I had worked on a couple concepts. My grandmother is also an actress, and she's fantastic, outrageous, old, sort of broad from the theater, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so we had kind of been toying at one point with the idea of a show about sort of the three of us playing more ridiculous fictionalized versions of ourselves. Um, and I don't know that we'll, we'll ever make that, but that was fun to imagine. I, I don't know what the best possible sort of imagined. I always thought it'd be fun to kind of play them through time. We, the funny thing about my mom and I is that we have, we look very much alike, but I'm more than half a foot taller than her, you know, mm -hmm. don't, but I love when shows give themselves license to be kind of creative about how they use the device of flashback and stuff. And so I've seen some shows where actors get to play their own grandparents or their own parents in the past. Right. And I think that would be really neat. My grandmother has had one of the most fascinating lives of anyone I know. She, she was born in Shanghai, China and, she spent part of her childhood in an internment camp during World War II mm. and then ended up over here in, in uh, first in the States and then in Canada and then joined, you know, a traveling theater troupe and met my grandfather. And I just think a story about her life where my mom and I could play her at different ages, even though we all kind of look different, but uh, I think that would be so interesting because she really has had an extraordinary life. Oh, that's that is really special, and um, and you know those are the kind of memories and and things that you will have with you the rest of your life, and just to know um, 
you know, I, I say that often about my dad as well. He's he's just recently been uh, diagnosed with dementia, but just I've always said, you know, no partiality intended, but he has always been one of the most brilliant, interesting people mm-hmm. I've ever known. Stories yeah. for days, you know, and yeah. um, and so when you have that, you, those are the things you can, you know, you always have. They are timeless. Absolutely. Um, well, before we wrap up, we always like to do a fun little five-question lightning round. It's all Christmas-themed, and there are no wrong answers. <laughs> so um, so the first question is, what is your favorite Christmas tradition? My favorite Christmas tradition? Well, I love to cook. So I often take a, a large hand in helping make Christmas dinner. Um, so that, that's gotta be, you know, that's up there. It's pretty basic making Christmas dinner, but I love to cook. Mm-hmm. And then I do love my family. We are very indulgent with the gifts. We, we force everyone to stare at each other as we open each gift. It really, it takes <laughs> far too long. So one of my favorite traditions is when we do our stockings, always first thing in the morning before Christmas breakfast, we will go around one at a time, pulling an item out and everybody's watching and it's pretty uh. fun. All right. What is your favorite Christmas song? I love the Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack by Vince Garibaldi. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say his name? Mm-hmm. I, um, I can't necessarily pick one track over another, but that album that's kind of got that jazzy instrumental. I, I mostly like Christmas music that's a bit older rather yes. than the power ballads we have now. <laughs> but, oh, uh, yeah. I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of my, my sentimental favorite. Uh, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Favorite Christmas movie? The one that's jumping into my mind at the moment is Elf with Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's something that's... delightfully outrageous about that movie. Yes, indeed. All right, hot toddy or hot chocolate? I'm going to have to go hot toddy because I'm lactose intolerant, so, you know, most of the hot chocolate's off limits anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, I totally get that. Um and last but not least, white lights or colored lights? White lights on the tree because then the ornaments pop more. That's mm-hmm. how I like to do it. Colored lights on the house. It's just more festive. That's, that's mm-hmm. what I'll say. You know, but there I could be played either way depending on the vibe <laughs> that year. Oh, yeah. Christmas time, I mean, it's all good. I mean, you can never have enough lights anyway. It doesn't matter what color they are. Exactly. I just love the lights. That's one of my favorite things about Christmas. So, you know, the more the merrier, I say, you know. Um, Absolutely. It's a wonderful aspect of Christmas for sure. Yeah, and I love when, you know, whole blocks will be all lit Mm -hmm. up. Although you you can't help as an adult walking down the street thinking, I wonder what their electric bill is. <laughs> you know? Oh my yeah. goodness! Or how did they get them up there? That's what I want to know. Are they hiring good. someone to scale this tree in their yard and get the lights all the way up there? Exactly. It's, it's quite a feat. <laughs> yeah, because some of these roofs are really high. So yeah, yeah. I don't want to be that person. No. It's too much. I like to look at their beautiful lights, and I'll, I'll manage one or two strings across my balcony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever works for you and makes you happy, that's all that counts. Mm-hmm. And you made us very happy by joining us today, and we can't thank you enough. And we hope that you feel better and enjoy oh, the you. holidays with your family. Thank you so much, you as well. Thanks for having me. Lovely to speak with you. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.
Hey guys, don't leave us yet. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Christmas Movies. That's X M A S M U V I E S. And also like our Facebook page at Christmas Movie Spotlight. Don't forget that's spelled M U V I E S. And follow us on Instagram at Christmas Movie Spotlight. And don't forget to check out our website, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. That's movies with M-U-V-I-E-S, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.